Jeremy Fate, Swan Energy. Thank you very much for joining the program. Of course, Swan Energy, the 2020 Crude Life March Madness Tournament winners. Thought I'd mention that to start off the tournament as that was kind of a little bit of a distraction as we tried to figure out the COVID-19 shutdown and some of the coronavirus impacts. Jeremy, Jeremy, how do you pronounce your last name? Pate. Pate, right? P-A-T-E, Pate. That's right. Not Pate. No, not Pate. Okay. You'll get hung up on if you call and ask for Jeremy Pate. Right, that's what I, I figured. I know you just host a lot of the Pate parties, you know, whining and dining and, and, and profiling and styling all the business you guys are doing and, and everything down there at Swan Energy. No, I joke. But uh, in all seriousness, last time we spoke, uh, Swan Energy was – uh, pretty aggressive looking at investing in the natural gas market. Uh, in fact, to where Brandon Davis, the CEO, came on this program and said, hey, we're buying natural gas leases. I just wanted to get a check in to see how business is going, if you guys are still in the natural gas lease market. So, uh, Jeremy, thank you for joining the program today. And uh, here's your opportunity. What do you guys got going? Yeah, so you know, like Brandon mentioned the last time, we're we're we, we're using this this time uh, to really focus on growing our company. Um, we are investing in natural gas um, acreage and natural gas plays and assets. Uh, we have closed one deal um, recently. I think we back in May we picked up fifteen thousand contiguous acres in Leon County uh, with uh, a few wells and uh, a few producing wells on it. We're really looking forward to putting together a development program in that area to go in and drill some deep uh, Cotton Valley and Bossier, deep Bossier gas. Um, we are actively we are actively participating and looking and negotiating deals as we speak. Uh, it's actually what I was doing right before uh, uh, I jumped on the phone. Here was evaluating another another asset position in South Texas. Um, so yeah, we. We're, we're active and we're players in that market. It's, uh, it's been entertaining and it's been fun. It's been frustrating and, and I guess it's been everything that oil and gas is on a daily basis. You know, you still have the, the same old, at, at, uh, the same old issue where the sellers, sellers and the buyers are really, really far apart on price and you have to try and come together. And, uh, it doesn't always happen. And sometimes you have to walk that deal down the road. Um, but, uh, we have had a little bit of success. We're excited about that, and we're looking forward to what uh, the future can bring as far as new acquisitions. Are you guys hearing some pushback from people or some dreams and wish lists, I guess? Because I, I, I know what you're saying. The reality doesn't necessarily meet what perspective is. And the reality is, is that uh, the market's where it's at. <laughs> and... Um, the, the mineral ownership sure, certainly seems to be changing these days with a lot of different, um, you know, the shut-in of the wells and, and, and a bunch of different things. So I could see where this opportunity is certainly getting listened to by a lot of people. What are some of the, I guess, obstacles that you guys are seeing? Well, the price is obviously the, the number one biggest elephant in the room. Um, you know, when you go into negotiation as the buyer, you have to look at it and evaluate it on as if nothing is ever going to change. So if I'm looking at a deal today, that's, that means that I'm going to look at it as 
what what I don't even know what oil price is today, 38, 37, 38. But uh, I'm going to look at it as if I'm never going to get any more out of that well than $38 a barrel, you know. And the sellers are going to, on the other side of it, are going to be like, oh, you know, listen to EIA, they project in 42 next year. Um, you know, we our analysts say it's going to be 50. If you listen to so-and-so, it's going to be 65 by the end of next year. There's no there's no intention or need for us to sell out of out of a crazy stupid low strip price but that's you know it's it's that that's the gap that you got to try and bridge and get in there so far we've only been able to bridge that gap one time um out of three uh and we're we're negotiating on a couple more right now and, and optimistic but um you know i think from our standpoint we're gonna we're gonna start changing our approach a little bit and you know the first meeting we have with people i think we're just gonna we're gonna nail down that strip you know that nail down that uh Barrelhead or that strip pricing negotiated uh, deal right away in order not to waste anybody's time. I might be asking a stupid question here, but I know there's a lot of companies that are you know going through bankruptcies and restructuring and that sort of thing. Uh, is, does that become an advantage or a disadvantage to you? Does that impact you guys at all in any way? I, I mean, I would think that you know it would be. For somebody who's buying, it would be a buyer's market, but then I have no idea how any of that restructuring stuff works, if that actually becomes an obstacle. Um, and and for you guys, I don't know. It might not mean anything. I'm not even sure. I just thought I'd ask. Well, there's, there's a couple things there. Um, once they go into bankruptcy, you can't do anything with them, right, until they come out. Um, so, you you know, if a company's going into bankruptcy and, and – uh, you know, you might have a chance to pick off some assets, you know, right there before they get in. But a lot of times if they've already decided they're going into bankruptcy, they're going to restructure their debt. And the time for you to pick up the, the assets is going to be when they come out, you know, and they're going to be looking for a little bit, looking to shed some um, shed some non-core assets, you know, and pick up a little in, uh, additional cash flow. Um, you know, there's also, you can always, if you know that these things are going to happen, like if I knew, if I were to know that XYZ uh, Energy Company has 500 wells and they're going to be filing bankruptcy, you know, within the next couple of weeks, I can always go in and make a stocking horse bid, which means I can submit my bid at the time they file, you know, for those assets that I want, and then that can be approved by the court. So I'm, I'm pretty sure it goes something like that. I'm not an expert on it by, by any stretch of the imagination, but um, I'm, I'm fundamentally I think that's kind of the way it works. How about the rest of your guys' business? How's that doing? I, kn I know you guys are diversified. That's what one of the nice things about uh, Swan Energy is you guys, you know, can – well, you, it's by the numbers. I know that after talking to Brandon a few times, and that's what – I find so interesting about a lot of these natural gas leases and things like that because really it's 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 numbers and it's not emotional. Uh, I know you guys are involved in other areas of the oil and gas, uh, upstream, downstream, salmon stream, if you will. Um, how's the other parts of your business? So our uh, our waste injection and trucking company in Oklahoma, you know. They're, they're going through a lot of the ups and downs that, uh, similar to the other service providers. You know, it's a, it's a dog eat dog world in that market, especially with trucking. You know, I mean, uh, you know, these guys were probably, 
you know, give away their kids just to just to get a few trucking jobs uh, in a lot of in a lot of scenarios. Um, but um, they're you know they're kind of holding their own, and we're looking uh, to make some some changes there, uh, management wise. So um, I recently reposted a job listing uh, for a, uh, a general manager, or operations manager, or something like that for up there in Oklahoma. So that's a good opportunity for all those that are out there. Um, you know, looking, um, you know, feel free to DM me on LinkedIn if you want to leg up to get in your, to get your hat in that mix. Uh, and that comes straight from Tim, Tim Travis, our, uh, our manager, our, our COO who manages that group. Um, you know, so they're holding their own. As far as Oak Energy, the, the company that, um, I've been tasked with, uh, uh, building, um, we're holding our own. You know, we have a we have a couple different smaller acreage positions and asset positions in Matagorda and Leon, as I mentioned earlier. And you know, right now we're 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 holding our own. We're breaking even. Uh, I feel very confident that during this time we've reduced our costs, and that um, as we bolt on more additions from an asset, uh, as we bolt on more assets to our portfolio that we're going to be able to increase production and cash flow. And that company is going to be stable and solidified across the board. And as far as, you know, the swarm exploration, where our non-op assets reside, you know, that, that thing there is just a machine, man. It just, it turns out money, you know, uh, with our partners, whether it be Crestone Peak, whether it be uh, Noble or, or Great Western or Oxy or whoever we're partnered up with at the moment, you know, uh, that thing is just a cash cow, and so it, it's it's doing fairly well. I mean, obviously, all companies across the board have taken a hit in the revenue department, but you know, we run we run kind of lean and mean over here at Swan, and, and um, everybody has multiple jobs and tasks uh, every week, and so you know, we, we're making it work. You know, I feel very confident that you know Swan and and all of its subsidiaries are going to come out of this thing um, stronger and and stronger and uh, looking toward a, a bright future. was talking with my son's godfather the other day, a good friend of mine, and Sunday morning we were kind of having a chat, and he asked how business was doing, and I said, you know, I'm not sinking, and I'm not necessarily out of the water. I'm not, not necessarily treading water either. I said, I'm just kind of floating right now with the flow, and I feel that's pretty good because I'm not losing money. But not necessarily putting much away either. So that's uh we'll call it a victory for right now. And he kinda chuckled and said, Yeah, I agree. And uh, you know, listening to what you were kinda saying, you know, it's it's that's kind of the consensus for a lot of people out there is that if they can kinda hold their own right now, that is a true victory during these times. Absolutely. Strange definitely strange times right now. It really certainly uh, you know, unprecedented uh, across the board for every inter- industry, for every economy, for every city, uh, in every state in the United States. These are all unprecedented times, and, and this this thing has been like nothing any of us uh, have ever seen before, except for, you know, maybe people that were around in the 1900s, or early 1900s, that, that experienced the, uh, the the Spanish flu or even the, you know, um, whatever, bubonic plague or whatever they had back then, you know. So summarizing here, natural gas leases, you guys are still buying them, looking to buy them, taking a look and seeing what's happening in the natural gas lease world. Uh, give you kind of a final opportunity here. Plug your 
uh, business, what you guys are currently, you know, looking for and, and everything along those lines. But I thought I'd lead in a little bit with the, uh, I love the fact, I mean, to me, that's a, that's a top headline story. Somebody's looking at buying something. So that's, you know, go, go, hear ye, hear ye. Let's hear all about it. Yeah, so, you know, what we've really been focusing on is deal sizes anywhere from five million, or well, I'll, I'll even take it down a notch further, um, zero or one dollar all the way up to 50 million. And, uh, you know, we're, we're interested in looking at, we're main, our main focus right now is natural gas. Um, we, we really like that market. Uh, you know, there's, there's guys like Jerry Jones that have invested a billion dollars year on year on year into the natural gas market. And, and through our analysis and, um, through our due diligence of various properties, we, we understand why. I mean, we feel like natural gas has already been beat down. It is supposed to rebound, um, as, as these oil wells have been shuttered. So has natural gas production. And, uh, we feel like it's poised to make a, a, a stronger performance, um, back into the, you know, the mainstream and, and be a player again. Um, so, you know, right now, does anybody, if there's anybody out there that, that wants to talk to some people that are sensible and uh, need to, needs to shed some of their assets to lighten up or get a little bit leaner, give us a call. You know, we're willing to sit down and talk to you and, and see if we can't work out a deal. And, and uh, we're looking to, you know, really – break wide open in 2021 um, drilling some wells and, and increasing production across our fields. 